welcome to MTG Ectoplasm, your home for spirit travel and magic the gathering. On this episode, I got a special guest and he comes from Brazil. Also, I got it out the shout out section where I'm looking for the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme. And then finally, remember that pioneer, pioneer uh, deck thing I was giving away? Guess what? We got a winner. And the only way I need to find out who it was is to listen to the show. So let's get this thing started, shall we? Let's go. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for coming on to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I am your host, Dwight, a.k.a. DeBlanco, a medium that wears an extra, extra large. You can reach out to me on Twitter at MTG Ectoplasm, or you can email me directly at MTG Ectoplasm at gmail.com. Also, I got my personal website, mtgectoplasm.com, for the latest and greatest episodes. And if you want to donate or sponsor an episode just like this, you can do that there. Now, as I ask each and every week, the thousands and thousands of you listening to this wonderful show, I humbly am uh, appreciative. Do me a favor. There's a like, a follow, subscribe button. Hit that bad boy for me. I'm not charging you a dollar, a peso, a ruby, inti, sol. I'm not charging you nothing, right? Just humbly asking a requesting. You hit that like and follow, subscribe button. Now, the new Pioneer Challenger deck is out there. That means there's new people coming to the Spirit Squad. Do me a favor. Let them know about the show. Let them know that there's a guy out there providing content for their spirit needs. So... With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it's now time to bring in the individual who did exceptionally, exceptionally well in a Brazilian tournament with a legacy spirit deck. Let me bring in friend of the show, Douglas Rosa. Hey, Douglas, how you doing? Hi, everyone. Yes, I'm fine. Fine, thanks. Well, thank you for joining me on this show. I know I reached out to you. I mean, you you did this thing about like a, what, a week ago, two weeks ago, and I wanted to reach out and talk to you, but uh, we had to find the timetables to do this because uh, U.S. and Brazilian times are a little different. Yeah, yes, uh, we are uh, one hour ahead of you, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, maybe, I think that when you start the, the summertime, you will get two hours of this. Okay. Well, uh, you know, as long as we're here and we're, you're going to have, have fun, let us let me start with the questions and get the Spirit Crew excited because the fact that we don't really get too many players that do well in Legacy or maybe they're not playing Legacy. So with the real quick, I want the audience to know a little bit about you. So, uh, Douglas, let us know a little bit about you. Uh, so my name is Douglas Rosa. I, I am... 28 years old. I'm a lawyer in Brazil. Uh, I play Magic, I think, since 2015. Okay. Uh, whenever Dragons After Q came out. And uh, I play every format. I don't, I don't have a, exactly a, a preferred format. Whenever having tournaments, I'm playing. And uh, I start playing Spirits in Modern when the Spring Phantom came out. Okay. And uh, since since then it became my favorite archetype. So 
when Pioneer came out, I started playing Spirits in Pioneer. When uh, Historicking Magic Arena, I, try, I always try to play some kind of some gimmick of Spirit deck. They're not very good there, but I've, sometimes I try and something. And uh, in Legacy, I use usually play Death and Taxes, but uh, I I tried. Uh, this is the second time I tried the Spirits deck, and this time I got third place. Well, congratulations! You know, Death and Taxes is definitely a very tough deck to play. You really need to know the intricacies of Death and Taxes, but to play Spirits, just to switch it up, just because you have familiarity with it in modern and pioneer that that's something big um uh, let me ask you it's not in one of the questions i i gave you but what made you want to go from uh texas death in texas to going to spirits so i kind of got tired of losing always the the same matches uh here here we have like three elf slayers three i think three reanimator uh, a lot of show and tell, a lot of uh, kind of lands that. So I I thought that I was was losing too much to combo decks, and uh, the games I was winning, I was putting too much effort in it, and the games I was losing, I was losing too easy with the uh, with the death and taxes. So I figured out that. To beat uh, the combo decks, maybe having Force of Will and uh, things like Mausoleum Wonder, the Spell Queller, and the amazing card that is uh, Spirit of the Labyrinth that we can protect with Rattle Chains, right? So I, th- I think it, that maybe that uh, if I played Spirits, I could get a better result. And it it came out. I was top eighteen with Death and Texas too, but the, the the third place was the highest I I get this year. Oh well, congratulations, and hopefully you know the year's not over yet. Maybe uh, if the the next tournament comes out, you end up getting first place. Yeah, uh, next tournament will be in November twenty first, and uh, I will try the um, I will try the spectral adversary that I didn't have in the last one. And maybe if something came out of this new sect, I can use it too. Okay, well, we'll we'll get, we'll get to that in a bit, a little later on. Uh, real quick, let me ask you: What is your favorite spirit, and why? My favorite spirit. I I think a lot about this question because my favorite spirit, I think that has to be Drugstore Captain because that that one was the card that when I look at the art, I think I. I have to make a deck with this card, and uh, it was before Spirits became good in, in Modern. And but in game, when I play, my my favorite Spirit is Mausoleum Wonder. Okay. Why? Why is that? Uh, I think he's kind of a toolbox, right? Mm-hmm. He he can disrupt your opponent with the the Curse Catcher ability. And he he kind of the better beat stick we have. If you start with a wanderer followed by the supreme phantom, you are already hitting for three. And uh, when we need to start fast, he is the best option. And when we are facing combos, he is the best option too. 
So he is kind of the card I always want in my first in the, my opening hands. All right. Now, one thing I am looking at your deck list. One thing that actually surprised me is that you have two unsettled mariner and just two drug school captain. Why would you like? This is just me humbly asking. Why not four drug school captain? So uh, legacy is a, a format with uh, a lot faster when we when we are facing. I mean, the games can go very long. Because we have how to we have how to stop the combo, we have how to play against our opponents. But the if you stutter in the first two turns, you will we end up losing. And uh, I thought about the, the deck this 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 way. I can't afford to draw too many lands because the spirits don't have really a way to deal with. Uh, too many lands. Uh, we, we don't have um, we don't have a way to get card advantage. So if we draw too many lands, we're gonna lose. So I started to get the minimal amount of lands I needed to to draw and to draw enough magic to to win, enough spells to win. So with that, I, I end up with twenty lands. And uh, I had to cut the the three drops. So like the spell queller, I, I have a three off. The apparition, I have a three off. And unfortunately, as, as though I really like the Dragon Soul Captain, he I think he is the weakest of the of the three drops the the deck has. Wow. So he's got the most the most cuts. Okay, no, because it surprised me because the fact that it has hex proof. I mean, that's that's the the typical go-to, but you you went you went against the norm, and you thought outside the box, and I like it. It's you know th- this is what we need to hear from other people around the world, finding out how they play the deck and why what's going on. Uh, let me ask you, what's kind of funny, and I, and you know I hate to get to this, but I look at my analytics. You know, you I do this podcast. And I always say, you know, the thousands and thousands are sitting around the world, and it's no lie. I'm, I'm at almost 4,500 listeners listening worldwide, and I want to thank the audience for that. But what I find absolutely amazing right now is that Brazil is my number one country that listens. Right after that, it's the United States, then Germany, then Canada. And I'm actually impressed. It, like, Are there a lot of spirit players in Brazil? So uh, Brazil is really big, right? You know, uh, so I don't know everyone. I, I can I can tell about the Brazil scenario, but I can tell about my region. In, in my region, we have about uh, in modern with me two players, and in in pioneer we have about four, uh, maybe five. So there's not much, but uh, here in Brazil. We, uh, but when I, when I play some tournament uh, that like a GP, like a, a, a national, uh, I see a lot of uh, spirits in in the tables, but I don't really know them. I don't don't know who is playing, so I can't really tell you if there is a lot. But spirits was the best deck in the human format. Uh, I think about two or three years ago. Right. So it's. And the natural that we have a lot of players that, and it's a tribal deck. Here in Brazil, we really like our tribes. Right. Uh, we, we kind of have this as a pet. 
No, I hear you. I mean, uh, there's I know there's a Brazilian player I think is uh, Remf R E M F. He's a Brazilian player who plays a lot of spirits. I see him here and there when I shout him out on the thing. So I'm, that's what I'm trying to figure out, like what's going on because I know Japan plays a lot of spirits. Uh, you know, United States they're slowing down. They're not playing as much, but it really amazed me how many Brazilian listeners I have that are just gobbling up spirit information, and I love it. I like. I, I want I want the whole world to be just a huge spirit community. What uh, you know? What makes me a little sad hearing you say this is that there's no there there's there's spirit players, but there's no community. And I you know what I'll, I'll well I'll say is if you're if if you're a Brazilian listening to this show and you see that I, I have Douglas here, he's from your country. I want to tell you, do me a favor, go to the Reddit's, go to the uh, Discord, the spirit discords. Join these communities. They have great information. Um, you'll have uh, masters on there like uh, uh, Andre Seguera uh, and, uh, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Uh, Tuesday Tastic. You'll, you'll have these information, people with great information. If you seek this uh, spirit knowledge, go to these uh, Reddit and go to the Discord. Now, real quick, uh, what are the differences between your legacy deck compared to the typical modern deck that's out there right now i think the biggest difference is that uh, the legacy decks more aggro focus uh, is trying to really kill I, I think modern is a is a faster format in, in this sense you either go aggro or you you can't really disrupt your opponents enough and uh, the legacy is more of a tempo deck we are trying to cure our opponents, even if this is about taking two points of damage a turn. But the real thing is we are slowing our opponents down. We are not letting them combo off. It's, uh, the Spirit Sing Legacy is really a combo killer. You know? We are trying to... Uh, when I build the deck, I build it for the combo matches. And um, I think that that is the big difference, you know. We are. Uh, I saw a lot of lists in modern that are were dishing the, the rattle chains, and uh, in legacy, I think that that thing that you are playing your cards and letting everything up for the, don't letting the opponents know what you have right? mm -hmm. because the your spirits have flash. Right. This is the a really good thing to have in, in modern in legacy. Sorry, uh, in in modern. Another thing that, uh, in modern, I think the, the the collective company is a really better card than Legacy. So, in modern, I prefer the band spirits over it. So you prefer band? You prefer band in modern than Legacy? Yes, and in modern, I prefer bands because there is not uh, cards like days and and. Uh, Force of Will, that you don't have to play around it, so you can jam your four mana cards and hope for the best. Okay. In Legacy, if you play a four mana cards on turn, it, you're most likely get a daze and lose. <laughs> okay, that, that's fair to say. Like uh, uh, I early in my day, I had a friend of the show, Peter Val, uh, yeah, Peter Valco. He he was a Legacy player. And he played Bant. He took it to like uh, I think a top sixteen, and then uh, Testacular, uh, based out of Oregon, 
um, Portland, Oregon. Uh, he came in first place in a, a, just a, a regular tournament, uh, 5-0'd with an Azorius deck. And I see yours as an Azorius deck. So it's, it's really nice to see, you know, the differences and especially hearing your position and how you feel about Azorius in the legacy format. So let me ask you real quick, how do you feel spirits is positioned in legacy? So, uh, I can't really say about in legacy because I, I don't play in, in Magic Online. I don't I don't play the real meta. I re, I play my meta here. We have about uh, 70, 80 players. Okay. And uh, in here, I think it plays very well because we uh, here we have a lot of uh, combo decks. We don't have too much is uh, it Delver. We don't have to worry uh, too much about the Hagavan wrecking the format. So, if I would play in uh, a bigger tournament, if I would play in uh, a league you know, in, in Magic Online, maybe I would have to change my list a little bit. But um, I think the Spirits deck is, is overlooked sometimes. Because okay. we have the tools. We have the tools to be a really good deck. Maybe we're missing like a one drop, something like that. But um, I think we don't have enough play, so we don't have a a, a go to list in Legacy. Okay, that's and fair. And that's kind of because we don't play him and don't play it enough. Uh, maybe if we have more players playing Legacy, we can together form a a, a really good list that could guide us to a kind of tier two play maybe well see i I love you saying this because i'm going to be honest with you i 100 percent agree with you i don't i really right now if you look at historic mono mono blue snow build is doing exceptionally well you go to pioneer you have the bent you have the azorius you have the mono blue snow builds when you go to modern you have the bent and azorius build I'm thinking to myself, why aren't people playing more Legacy? I know Legacy is expensive, but if it's on MTGO, it's got to be a lot cheaper than buying the paper. And I agree with you. I think as a uh, as I, I can't I can't call myself a spokesperson for the community, but I, I'm a cheerleader. I'm going to cheerlead and ask the Spirit community, the Spirit Squad. Let's work together. We have modern. We have pioneer. We have historic. Let's go out of our way to kick ass and legacy. So far, I've only mentioned three decks, three people so far, and the next person could be you, and I want it to be you. Now, real quick, what do you think are the pros and cons in playing spirits in legacy? What do you think are the problems with it? The pros, definitely the first and biggest, maybe, is that uh, your opponent will not know what your deck can do, and and being a deck that play in instant speed, that kind of surprised them a lot. A lot. Uh, I had a lot of players wishing wishing removals because they didn't see the the drug skull with 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 flash coming, or uh, I had a I faced a elf player that played a natural order with the encounterable. Uh, elf in play, so I could uh, selfless. Uh, sorry, not uh, spell cleric, and did, he didn't know that spell cleric didn't counter the cards. And this is a big advantage. Uh, the other advantage is like um, 
you are kind of a deck that you are interacting a lot with your opponents while doing damage, and this is something that Legacy is, is not able to do. Uh, uh, most times your opponents will try to beat you like they beat a Death and Texas deck, or like they beat you a Fractious deck. And this is not you. you. You are playing spirits, you are playing to disrupt them first and then killing them. Not like a Death and Texas that try to kill while disrupting, or uh, like uh, Fractious that try to just protect your Fractious while attacking. And that, that bit of information that players don't know what they're facing is really good. Uh, the other thing is that Legacy is a format with a lot of combo decks. I mentioned that I mentioned Reanimator, I mentioned Show and Tell. Uh, there is the the new black one, Doomsday, uh, and all of this. Your first, very first creature that you play, that is Mausoleum Wonder, mm-hmm. he just screw them up. You can start attacking. You can because he he puts pressure. Every spirit you play, you are gonna make him. Bigger and he will attack, attack more. If you play a lord, you are increasing the amount of uh, mana he, they get to play to, to try to combo. While that, you are a base blue deck, so you have Force of Will. And uh, the other card that you play very well is a card that is going uh, two off, three off in Death in Texas, that is Spirit of the Labyrinth. He is a very strong card but is very fragile one because he's three one he doesn't mm-hmm. fly but with with the um, with the spirits deck it's a lot less fragile because you can protect it with red or chains you can protect it with the drugs for captain we can make him uh, over one toughness with the lords so the uh, I think the spirits deck need more play I think the uh, people need to play it more to really get in a decklist, in a decklist that is optimal. Uh, maybe this is going to take a lot more now that we are having more spirits, uh, right? We had the operation a few sets ago. We had last set, we had the, the um, adversary. Now we are having a lot of more spirits to, to play with. And uh, this is, I think this is the best as uh, reasons to play spirits right now. The cons, uh, the first thing is that you may, you are, um, if you're playing a team, like I, I have a team here in Brazil, I play a team that tests with me, and we, we play, uh, we prepare for the tournaments together. And you, if you don't have an open-minded team, you get a lot of critique that you are trying something, that you are trying to discover something that nobody else discovered. So, it's, uh, this, this is a bad thing that normally people try to keep you in, the, in those little boxes that are the, the decks that everybody plays because everybody knows it's good. Right. Uh, and the other thing that's maybe bad, I don't really know because I didn't really play it enough, uh, I think that the the Izzet Delver deck may be maybe a, a really bad one to face, and I think in in Magic Online it's the most prevalent deck that there is. Okay, 
That, that's fair. That's I was going to ask you. That, you know, before I get to the next question, I was going to ask you, like, like you play with a team. Like, how would your team members feel about you playing this Azorius deck? Would they be like, you know, against it, or would they just say, you know what, we trust, we trust you, Douglas, play it? So uh, that is, I my team is composed. Of, uh, we have nine nine people in my team. So there is uh, some 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 of them are the, the little box ones, as I said. They say that uh, if this deck was good, someone would already know it. Someone would already be playing it. But uh, I kind of get some credit in, in my team because I played um, Bent So Herder deck in Legacy in Modern, sorry, right. and uh, I. Top eight and a national with that against, against everyone. <laughs> uh, everyone said me to not play that deck, and I played, and I I I top eight a national with, with that. I think this was in 2019, and with the same so hard deck, I won a few tournaments uh, uh, regionally. That uh, I, we have um, here in Brazil, we have a tournament that you guys don't have right in United States. That we are called the Latin. It's like the Latin American. Okay. And that that tournament class uh, is used to classify to a bigger one in Sao Paulo, the city of Sao Paulo. Mm-hmm. And that one in Sao Paulo gives us a chance to go to the Pro Tour. Okay. So. The, the regionals, the Latin on regionals, I think I won two of them with the, with the So Herder deck. Okay. And uh, so I kind of have uh, a few. I was the first one also that, who, that said in my team that the Dredge deck was good back in 2017, I think. So uh, there's, uh, there is a few members of my team that don't like that I tried too much to... I've discovered a will, as we, we usually say. Right. But I have a lot of credit here because sometimes my my crazy ideas just work, you know. And uh, this Legacy deck I tested, uh, I think it was two nights before the tournament with, wow. with um, some member of my team. Wow. And uh, and they look and say, oh, this, uh, they call me Rosa, that is my last name. Oh, this deck of Rosa is, is really good. And so that that got me more confident, and I went to the tournament with it. Very nice. Look at you. Now I'm, I'm hoping more of your teammates say, you know, the spirit deck is pretty good. Maybe we should play it in Pioneer and all these other formats, and so we can get more people kicking ass in uh, with spirits. No, I do. I, I play in Pioneer. I always played spirits. In Modern, I played uh, spirits and so harder. Maybe the, the one that got best. Best place, and um, I, here, uh, here in my city, we have uh, a, a weekly tournament, like a, a league, uh, like a Friday night, Friday night match. Right. right. That um, the person that wins the most, that got better places in all the months, is called the king of the month. And the next month, you don't pay to play. You wow. can play for free. I like that. And with Band Spirits, I got King of the Month for three months straight. Wow, look at you. <laughs> so, 
So I kind of I, uh, I kind of know the intrinsics of the deck. So everybody kind of trusts me with the spirits deck. Okay. But bringing between playing well with the deck in modern and pioneer and bringing it to a whole different setup that is legacy right. was this, um, really big step forward. <laughs> I don't, I trust me. I completely understand. It's it's like playing. You know, going from uh, how do I say? Um, playing in like uh, championship league soccer in Europe and then coming to the United States and playing MLS, two different things. Yeah. You know, it's like, yes, yes I'm playing with the best of the best. And you go, mm, not, no, that's like high school soccer. <laughs> yes. So l- let me ask you what decks give what, like with the spirits deck legacy, because you, you, you know, uh, you have this experience. What's, what decks gave you a difficult time? The deck that, that uh, the decks that I have the worst time with was the decks with a lot of spot removal. So the last time I played Spirits was 2007. It was before Operation came out. I think this was 2018. Last time I tried Spirits in Legacy, and I lost uh, to I think Delver. Like uh, Abzan, the Hogak deck was was a thing back then. So this deck that kill every creatures you play is kind of hard. But um, a deck that will use Walking Ballista is really bad for uh, us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, we have a really good, uh, really good matchup against things like Miracles. Because they are not trying to kill every single one of your creatures, but they are trying to kill every one, every one of them at, at one time. Right. And we have a lot of ways to protect ourselves against uh, a mass removal. I just think that if every creature you put in play, they are pointing at removal at it, we don't have kind of a way to come back for that because spirits don't have a really way to get card advantage. No, so not you, whatsoever. You start to play... You play a creature, he kills. You play a creature, he kills. At some time, you're going to start to, to draw your extra lands, and you don't really have enough anything to do with that. So this is the point where we start losing the game. I hear you. Like, uh, like that's one thing that really sucks. Is like uh, me personally. I this is something I've always complained about with spirits is card advantage. That's the one, like there's two things that are missing in spirits, a way that we can deal with an opponent's land, uh, that that's very oppressive. And then also card draw. If we can get those two things from Watsy, I think spirits would be completely unstoppable. Uh, let me ask. I, I, I think I, I think we have, uh, we need another one drop too. Amen. We don't, we, we really just have one one drop that is good. That's Mesolion Wanderer. The Spectral Sailor kind of it's okay. Killed that place, but it's not good. It, it's okay. It's it's not it's nothing to write home about and say, yeah, I love this card. Yeah. No, it's it's there. Uh, let me ask you it, for players. Okay, because you're you like I'm going to call you my ambassador here, uh, my ambassador okay. in Brazil. Um, because I want more people. I want the spirit community, the spirit squad, the thousands and thousands listening around the world. I want them to start getting into legacy. Keep on playing pioneer. Keep on playing modern. Keep on playing historic. But I want people to get into legacy. Which deck 
would you recommend? Would you recommend Bant or Azorius and why? I definitely recommend Azorius for two big reasons. The first one is the he's a lot cheaper because you don't need to play a lot of duels. You the the other cards you play is basically what you play in modern. Mm-hmm. And uh, the second reason is that I don't really trust the three-color mana decks because it's a format with Wasteland. Right. And when, when you are playing with a lot of colors, you may not be able to use Wasteland, and Wasteland is a pretty good card. Mm-hmm. That, uh, so I, I, I haven't played just two of them in my deck, but I, I don't feel confident enough to just cut them. And I don't really think that you can play Westland in a three-color deck like Spirits. And uh, the main reason for you to play uh, Bent would be Collected Company. And as I said earlier, it's a card that can get dazed, it's a card that can get the Force of Will, and it's really hard for you to build a deck in the form that you will get to 4 mana, Right. And maybe you get for mana and you can't play your collected company because if you play it, you, it's going to get it, get this. So you really kind of need, oh, I have to get to my fifth mana just to play this four mana card. And I think Legacy is not re- so slow that you can do that. All right. Uh, real quick, um, you know, uh, my next question is because... Um, you, you keep on bringing up the same topic over that uh, there's something we're missing. What card would yes, you, yes. What, what card, what spirit would you like Watsy to create for you? Especially for, just say, for Legacy Modern Pioneer. If Watsy came up to you, Wizards of the Coast, and said, listen, Douglas, you're a good player. We love you. The fact that you're like, really great kicking ass over there you're like the king of the store you know king of the mountain three months straight you get to design the card what card would you design uh i think that i would try to play uh some card that gave us the directly card advantage maybe uh a tutor like the recruiter of the garage like the, i don't don't remember the name of the of the, the human one that you play it in the camp. The red one? The imp- human. Imperial Recruiter? Yes, yes. Imperial Recruiter, this one. I think some card like that would be nice. Okay. That's some, it's a card that we can get a card advantage from. Or maybe another flying first one drop that is really good, like my Zorio Wonder. Okay. That then we then we can play kind of different than the way I play right now, and we can play a lot more aggressive with that. Okay. Well, I'm gonna give you one. I, and I'm just gonna give you the one that I always say, and I always like to hear what my interviewee thinks. I I came up with one in my head, and it's called peekaboo. You know, peek-a-boo. so and you you know the word yes. pe- you know, you've seen the card peek right. I don't know if you have. It's the instant. Uh, you. It's an instant for one blue mana. You draw a card and look at your opponent's hand. 
Not bad, right? That's that's an actual card. It's like the Gitaxan Probe, Exactly, right? but it's just one blue mana. My thing is, I was yeah. thinking one blue mana for a 1-1 Flying Spirit that allowed you to draw a card and look at your opponent's hand. Well, that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be the, the, would, think, would, would that yeah. not fit spirits perfectly? Isn't that what exactly spirits yeah. wants? Yes, perfectly. But I, I think that maybe that's gonna be kind of too strong for for some formats because because the this a one mana that draws you a card is a one one with evasion and look at, and get you information. I think that this card is too strong. <laughs> well, well, look at Ragavan. Ragavan has, look at Ragavan, what, is a 1-1, one, one, looks at the opponent's top card of their grave, uh, what, library, it gates them, uh, what you call, uh, what you call, uh, uh, yeah, uh, treasure, it, it, does a, it does three different things. Well, I'm just asking humbly, yeah, a yeah. flyer, a draw card, and look at the opponent's hand. That's it. Yes, yeah, I think this card. I I would play form of of this card of yours. Watsi, <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, this got approved from Brazil. Okay, enough said. All right, let me ask you real quick. But uh, another card that maybe be good enough is like a, a two one flyer, uh, two mana that like silver gear adapts from Merfolk. That you play it, reveal another spirit from hand, and you draw a card. Okay. Just this is, I think it's enough for us to to, to be better a better deck. Now you say two one. Would I would want a one two? That's just me. I would flip it. That's just one, me. Two. just because the fact that uh, <laughs> we don't have enough spirits with a big booty. You know, it's like I need a big booty spirit. I like you know, I like like, like girls with a big butt. And I want a I want a spirit with a big butt. <laughs> Right, right. I think the the biggest is the Supreme Phantom, right? The Supreme Phantom and the uh, Spellcaller. Spellcaller is also a two three. Spellcaller, right. So they they're both the ones with the big booties. Now, uh, real quick, because the fact that uh, Crimson Val just started getting spoiled, you mentioned a particular card that you were excited to potentially see played. I've seen other people, you know, him and Hall at it. I think it's an interesting card. I really do. I love the fact that it's two men, and I'll read it out to the audience. It's Dorothea, Vengeful Victim. It's one white, a blue. It's a flying, a legendary spirit, and it's a 4-4. Whenever Dorothea, the Vengeful uh, Victim, attacks or blocks, sacrifice it at the end of combat. That sucks. But it does have Disturb for one white, a blue, and a generic. What it does is, like, if it's in the graveyard, you pay the one blue, the one generic, and the one white, and it becomes an R, an enchantment. When it enchants creature, whenever this creature attacks, create a 4-4 white spirit creature token with flying that taps, that is tapped on attacking, and sacrifice that token at the end of combat. Now, obviously, if this enchantment, you know, if the enchantment goes in the graveyard, it gets exiled. So basically, it's a it the disturb gives one of your creatures the uh, invocation of Saint Tra uh, Saint uh, Traft. So it really makes it a geist of Saint Traft. So this is a card that you mentioned that you you're like interested in and potentially seeing in Legacy. 
Why, tell me about it. Why, 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 do you th- why, why are you interested in this card? So I, I'm really interested to see if this card can, can really play. Uh, I think four man, uh, two mana 4-4 four, four flying, it's a really big body that can make us play uh, a really aggressive in some matches. Uh, when this card came out and they sent it me from my team, I told them uh, this card is like every every last card that either um, uh, people are going to be a lot excited for it and it's not going to see play, or people are going to talk, talk trash about it and it's going to play very well. Because uh, it's a card, uh, the card is really weird, right? You you don't really know need you don't really want your your creature to be killing itself, right? But uh, at the same time, it has the like Bottle Charms vibes. It can with uh, with Vile or Rather Chains, it can ambush uh, a lot of things. And particular in, in Legacy, the Geist of Sentraft is a really good Legacy card. And if you can uh, put the aura back into your Geist, it, it, it can kill your opponent thinking two turns maybe so I, I'm really thinking this card gonna, uh, is gonna be good but uh, the, if it's gonna be a one-off or a four-off it's depending how the deck is gonna transform itself if the deck is, is gonna become more aggressive I can see this card being a four-off just for a Boros Charm kind of card. Mm-hmm. And maybe sometime you can attack it and before the triggers resolve, you can like put an adversary in play and, and flick it. Uh, but if this is not the, the way to play Spirits, if the way to play Spirits is like kind of like I'm playing right now, right. that is uh, more, more uh, grinding, yeah, then I think tempo. maybe one off it's it's a good is a good amount to have. Now what card would you replace in your deck for it? Let's say if you had to put two in your deck, what what would you take out of your deck right now for it? So the list that I played, I'm already changing it because I got the, my hands on Spectral Adversary. Okay. Uh maybe the the thing I I will try to I will test Three adversary for uh, I'll ditch the two mariners and one jackal guest. Okay. Uh, if I want to play this card, I kind of kind of need to see if I would play more aggressively or more defensively. Maybe one of the three drops would have uh, I would ditch one of them. I think maybe one apparition. Because I think we play very well against other creatures, uh, pure creatures that, and the uh, apparition is not really needed. But uh, I think maybe apparition is the next card to to ditch after those one that are ready take off to to put the adversary. If the adversary is not very good, as I thinking he is, <laughs> then uh, I'm I maybe. Put uh, take adversary out and put it in, in the deck. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I really kind of have to test it. I I'm not 100% convinced in this new card yet. Okay. So I don't really know where to put it on in the deck. Okay. I was gonna ask but, you. Um, I was gonna ask. Uh, I was gonna ask you. Have you tried adversary yet or not really? 
No, not really. I just I I bought them online. I played the tournament. The day after the tournament, they get in my home. Okay. So <laughs> so uh, I'm the first test they're gonna have are either with my my teammates when we we gather together to practice or in the tournament in November. Okay. Well, because uh, I put it in, like, what happens is I ended up buying that Pioneer Challenger deck for myself. Fortunately, the Ravishing Renata allowed me to get one for myself, and I put four of them in there. They, it, it, in the Pioneer, it plays very nicely uh, with the other spirits. I'm just curious how it really plays with everything. Like, when, when you and your crew get together, do me a favor. Send me a message, uh, you know, uh, and let me know how, you, how it plays because, you know, it's. I think it's one of these cards that I'd say 25% of the community is like, it's good and it's okay, I'll play it. And then the 75% of the community is like, mm, don't like it. So I would like to hear your insight, especially the fact if you're playing it in Legacy, I would love to hear your insight on it. I'm on the 25% type because <laughs> this, uh, <laughs> this card is uh, by itself. It gives what you do with your extra mana that you don't really have anything else to do. Right. Uh, if you just play it for a flash one flying, it's already good. And uh, in Legacy, there is a lot deck that a lot of decks that the main focus of them is putting like a grizzle band. Grizzle Brand in play and attacking with it, and if you spectral adversary uh, a Grizzle Brand, he cannot attack and he cannot block back because the card will just come back in in the opponent's standby phase. So you take the Grizzle Brand off and you can just attack him for the win. Okay. Or uh, it's another card that can deal with Embraco, the the Eye of Thorns. That is another way. That a lot of legacy decks try to kill you as well as with Remarku. and uh, I don't really, I'm not really playing it as the way most people are trying to. That is to protect your own your own creatures. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get there, but it's not my main focus. My main focus is to use it to interact with my opponent. Okay, is to try to stop them from comboing, stop them from blocking, stop them from attacking. Uh, this is the way I see Spectre Adversary in my deck. Okay, that's fair. You know, you you, you gave a solid uh, explanation for it, and I like it. You know, it's something to uh, consider. You know, and uh, I hope the other sp- uh, hope the rest of the spirit community is listening, saying, you know what, uh, let's try it. Let's let's give it a chance. And if it doesn't work, then you know, it just you sell it back to somebody and go, hey, it's a great card. Here you go. <laughs> Yeah, I think that if, if you are just trying to protect yourself, the three mana spirits from the last set is better. The three one is flash, three two is flash. Right. I, I think is for protection. I think is it's better, but for interaction and as a card uh, overall, the spectral adversary I think is is a really good match card. You talking that, about guardian and, uh, guardian of faith? I think. Guard of Faith, yes, yes. Okay. Guard. And uh, in Legacy and in Modern, you can put in play from either vial and use all your mana to to take something off play. And 
kind of get uh, he get this head he get bigger uh, every time you kick at it. It's a really good banner card match card. It's a two mana card that does four to five things, you know. <laughs> right. No, I hear you. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate you giving your insights. Uh, real quick before we go to segment number two, the shout out section. Um, let me just thank the viewers. Uh, that joined me on the weekly catch-up uh, with the handsome and the other guy. Um, I appreciate it. I had uh, Canadians and uh, Brazilians that showed up. And uh, congrats to Cam Carrera for winning the Pioneer Challenger deck. Congratulations, sir. We have it in the box, and it's going to be mailed out to you tomorrow, Monday. So I want to thank Cam Carrera for winning the uh, Azoria Spears deck. Congratulations, my man. You do deserve it. Now, real quick, before I go to my shout-out section, let me ask you real quick, uh, Douglas, uh, is there any uh, things you want to shout-out? Any uh, major... Uh, you, you want to shout-out your team? Any uh, LGS down there? Oh, yes. Uh, I want to I wanna give a... I, I don't know how, how a shout-out. I want to shout-out my team. as a Menamox team right here in, in Porto Alegre, Brazil. Uh, we want to shout out the the, the Farao shop that is the star that that hosts these tournaments for us. The and uh, and say say people uh, thank you for everyone that's listening to to us. Say uh, I want to say thank you to you too for inviting me. No and, and ask them. As you did, ask people to play more spirits so we can have more data. Okay. I think we need more data with this deck. <laughs> exactly. I don't care where you are in the world, ladies and gentlemen. Pick up spirits. There's a Pioneer deck right now on sale. You, all you got to do is upgrade it, and I promise you, you'll have fun with the spirits. Now, I'm going to go to segment three. Hopefully, you stick with me here, Douglas, where I do the shout-out section, where I'm looking for the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme. If you didn't make it, don't worry. Have no fear. You will eventually get here. And I, and I guarantee Douglas will agree with me. We're going to be rooting for you no matter what. No matter where you are, we're going to root for you. Now, in Pioneer, yes. October 23rd, a player won first place in Azorius. It's, that's Johnny Goo. Johnny Goo. That's G-U. Uh, on October 21st, first place, Bant. Uh, a player, uh, sorry, first place player. He went played with a Bant build, and that's, Okawa Yusuki. Okawa Yusuki. October 25th, 5-0 uh, with a BAMP build. And that's Smared. S-M-R-A-D-D. Smared. October 28th, 5-0 with a uh, mono blue snow build. And that's Brenz. B-R-E-N-Z with the letter S at the end. October 28th, 5-0 with a BAMP build. And it's Ivan Draw go. Congratulations, guys, for kicking ass in Pioneer. Now, in Modern, this individual went uh, 5-0 October 26th with an Azorius belt, and it's the one, the only, the master himself, Dr. Queller. Congratulations, Dr. Queller. And then we got to do one, a legacy shout-out. Ready? I hope you're ready for this one. Legacy shout-out, October 17th. Uh, went third place of course it's the one the only the ind individual who i am right now interviewing 
Who, who am I interviewing? Douglas Rosa. Congratulations, Douglas Rosa, for kicking ass in legacy and making people realize it doesn't matter if you're in pioneer, if you're in modern, if you're in historic, or even in legacy, we kick ass in spirits. Right, Douglas? Uh, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Maybe center two. Okay, well, there you go. Now, one thing we'll, I will tell tell people is that Dr. Queller, if you're playing modern, Dr. Queller right now is using three force of negations in his main deck. So, if you, you want to go look look on uh, MTG Ecto, uh, not MTG Ectoplasm, uh, MTG Goldfish, or you want to go to MTGDecks.net, you can see his deck list. He's running three force of negations in his main. That's crazy. But you know what? Dr. Quillen knows what he's doing. So is there anything else you want to share with us uh, before we end the show, Douglas? No, if, if there's one person that knows about Spirit Deck, that is Dr. Quillen. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I think he has... Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, uh, I think he has the most uh, trophies with the deck, right? Uh, yes, he has, he, uh, he has the most trophies of any spirit player. What I will say is don't sleep on Andre Seguera. Andre Seguera is also a spirit master. He, he he also kicks ass. You should watch him on YouTube. But Dr. Queller, if you're listening to this show, listen to this. The gentleman from Brazil is shouting you out, and I need you on the show. I'm, I'm calling you out, Dr. Queller. Uh, You've been ducking me almost a full year. I need you on this show. Let's, let's try putting him in. Legacy too, maybe. Yes. <laughs> maybe he can, yes. He can give us a, a hint there. That's right. I'm calling you out, Dr. Queller. I need you on the show, and I need you to play Legacy so you can teach us how to kick ass more thoroughly. People listening to my show, but they want to see and hear how you're kicking ass. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank my special guest, Douglas Rosa, for being here from the great nation of Brazil. I want to thank you, the listener, listening around the world. Do me a favor, hit that like, follow, subscribe button. If you have any questions or concerns, reach out to me at mtgectoplasm at gmail.com. And then finally, ladies and gentlemen, what do I tell you every week? The next time you're kicking your opponent's ass, make sure they say, that's bullshit. I'll see you guys next time. We out.